I have some explaining to do. If you've been following along with us for a while, you know that we're always preaching that friendship takes time and intention to cultivate. So when you read the title of this week's episode, you likely thought to yourself, well, hmm, that's contradictory to everything she's been preaching. But here's the deal. How to make friends in 90 seconds or less is really just a series of a few hacks that you can use in your first exchange with a new person to expedite the process of getting to a space where each woman wants to learn and explore the other as a potential friend. Okay, so today I'm going to outline six things that you can say and do within your first meeting with somebody that'll make them say, this girl's awesome. Let's be friends. You're tuned in to Give It a Rest, the podcast where we're giving tough love truths for the sisterhood. I'm your host, Danielle Byer-Jackson, certified friendship expert and author of the book, Give It a Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships. And when it comes to misunderstandings and complications within our female friendships, I am here to help you through it. Now, normally I set up each podcast episode with a little context before I jump into the tips and hacks and strategies, but I've got to take my baby to daycare. I have a coaching session that starts in just a few minutes and the world is just a hot mess and I still need to process that. So you don't mind if we jump right in, do you? Okay, here we go. Number one, whenever you're meeting a woman for the first time, you have to be intentional about letting her talk more than you. Science proves that everyone's favorite subject is themselves. Why? Because it just makes us feel good. In fact, researchers at Harvard University did a study where they asked people to talk about themselves and they were hooked up to these wires. And as you can imagine, and as all previous research shows, whenever they talked about themselves, there was tons of activity in their brains. It even found that whether or not people were listening to them talk about themselves, it still felt good. So generally, this proves that overall, self-disclosure makes us feel good. Well, if that's the case, why not use that to your advantage when meeting somebody new? The way you can do this is whenever she's speaking about herself on a particular subject, I always suggest asking two questions before you bring the subject back to yourself. So sometimes as women, this, this is tricky for us because as women, especially when we sense some kind of commonality or she says something that we agree with, we want to interject and say, oh my gosh, me too, and bring it back to us. And we have positive intentions in doing that. But what happens is we kind of interrupt the flow when we could extend that opportunity of her feeling good by posing two questions about her particular uh, subject before we circle back to ourselves. Okay, so be intentional about letting her speak about herself, because more often than not, whenever she walks away from the conversation, she'll say to herself, man, I think I like her. I don't know if it was, but there's something about her I like. Well, it's you let her talk about herself and that feels good. And it also makes you look very attentive. The second thing you should do when meeting somebody is try to avoid asking basic conversation questions. So what do you do and how's your day? Those things are kind of humdrum. You don't just want to be likable. You want to be memorable as well, right? Because that separates us and makes us different from everyone else. So instead, try things like, so tell me, what's the highlight of your day? Okay, it's not necessarily a crazy random question that'll make somebody side eye you and think you're weird, but it's enough of a spin on a common question that it makes you stand out a little bit more. 
also you're asking somebody to do something positive, which feels good. So asking them to give you the highlight of their day forces them to think of the positive things that have happened in their day, which therefore makes them associate those positive feelings with you. The third thing is kind of similar. Compliments. But the key here is compliments to things that are a little different. I once heard somebody say it like this. Don't just compliment people on what they have, but on what they've earned. So if you notice them doing something that they probably had to work for or put um, intention behind, try acknowledging that. So instead of, oh, I love your shoes or I love your hair, perhaps you could say something like, wow, you, you're like a good listener and that is rare. Or something like that once you're in the midst of conversation. Because it makes people feel like, oh wow, you've, you noticed that? Okay? Or it's likely something that they don't really get complimented on at all. But you'll be the person to show, I'm watching, I'm listening, I'm acknowledging. Okay? Which makes people feel seen. And ultimately, who doesn't want that? The next likability hack that I can give you is to use your initial conversation for intel. And then extend your first exchange. So here's what I mean. It's likely that in your first conversation, maybe you've talked about some very general, maybe surface level interests like, you know, television shows that you're both watching on Netflix or where you went to college or something like that. If she tells you that she's currently watching this show on Hulu that's just hilarious and you've never seen it, well, maybe in the next week you go and watch the first episode of the show. And you text or DM her if you don't have numbers yet and say, hey, so I'm watching that show you're talking about. You're right. It's hilarious. This does a couple things. One, it extends the conversation so it doesn't just flatline. Too many times I see women who have a great first interaction, but then they never follow up. Whether it's out of fear of rejection or getting busy with mom life, whatever it is, and then we'll simultaneously complain that we don't have time for friends or that we haven't made a new friend in forever. Well, it's because we're not maximizing these initial exchanges that we have with new women. Somebody's got to keep it going and keep the momentum, right? So that's what this act does, is it lets her know, hey, I want to keep this going. The second thing that it achieves is it's a demonstration of your attentiveness and it shows your interest. It shows, I like you, I was listening, which generally feels good. So use the conversation that you have with somebody for the first time as something you can leverage later and either text or send a DM to follow up. The follow-up doesn't necessarily mean you have to suggest hanging out again. A follow-up can just be checking in with somebody based on information that they shared with you in your initial conversation. The next suggestion I have for you is a pretty simple one. Use her name. It's proven that when we hear our names, it makes us feel good. So this goes back to tip number one that I shared about letting people talk about themselves. The same effect or the same idea applies with saying people's names back to them. It also kind of shows a familiarity as well, which kind of tricks our brain into thinking, oh, we're good. We're already in this space. She knows me. She likes me. So as often as you can, in a very natural way, right, without it feeling uh, too disingenuous, you want to say a person's name where you can. Two more ideas for you. The next thing you can do within a 90 second exchange is to ask for help with something. Now you're going to have to use your judgment and exercise discernment here in terms of what that actual ask might be, but it puts people in a position to help. And believe it or not, we all kind of like to feel 
like we were helpful. It makes us feel good about ourselves. And it's just an overall uh, nice feeling to be able to assist someone with something, to come to their rescue. So this is often a trick that was taught to us uh, ladies sometimes in, in terms of trying to hook men. So in that context, like, oh, you know, act helpless, pretend you need something. Well, you know what? I say we stop wasting this trick on men and use it to hook new female friends because it works. So whether you're simply asking her for advice on something, let's say you're a mom and you're baby's one and her kids are three it could be a matter of okay can I just ask you when your boys were one were they doing the same weird thing that my son's doing can you like help me out how did you how did you you know achieve that how did you get him to stop doing that really annoying thing it puts her in a position of advisor as helper which simply feels good it also does this it kind of adds a little layer of vulnerability because you're putting yourself out there to say that you need help with something now sure it's not totally exposing you and it's not doing that thing where you're super vulnerable within the first exchange and it has the opposite effect where it makes people suspicious because let me just kind of digress for a second a lot of times we offer up be vulnerable as a way of getting close to people but the trick about that is if you do it too soon it has the opposite effect and makes people suspicious of you right and some of us have maybe been in that position before where we're meeting a new woman and we're talking to her and then she self-discloses something super personal and then you're like oh my god she doesn't even know me like that why is she already telling me that okay so kind of you know gauge the room you know read the room gauge the atmosphere and see what's appropriate but it's a way to kind of test the waters put yourself out there a little bit and it kind of takes you guys to the next level because there was some offer or exchange of vulnerability there. So asking for help can help expedite the process of becoming friends. And finally, tell her that you like her. For many of you who just heard that, you thought back to when you were five years old and it used to be easy to say, I like you, let's be friends, right? But there's something about that that was so pure and easy and simple. But something happens along the way when we grow up where we start to have all these layers of hiding and game playing and not wanting to put ourselves out there. And it's one of our common fears is rejection. Somebody not liking you, someone saying no, somebody resisting the thing that you're offering. It sucks. But if we can confirm for the other person, hey, I like you, then it makes them feel good because it brings down their walls of, does she like me? Because you just confirmed it. It takes out all of the guesswork. Also, it's proven that we tend to like people who like us. So imagine this scenario. You're in a group full of women and somebody says, hey, so Ashley could not stop talking about how hilarious you are. She's probably got a girl crush on you or something. She thinks you're amazing, by the way. She couldn't stop talking about it last night you would somehow find yourself really liking Ashley because Ashley likes you. So being able to openly and explicitly say, gosh, you know what? I like you. It does something to advance a potential friendship. Use this, you know, sparingly. Don't go around telling people within the first 20 seconds, I like you, I like you. You know, you know be cool, be cool about it. But it's definitely something you should be offering up if you genuinely feel it. So 
it is my hope that you take all of these things and they might take some practice. They're not all going to flow to you very naturally, you know, as you meet new people. And if you're thinking to yourself, because yes, I am recording this during, you know, quarantine in a pandemic. If you're thinking, well, gosh, how do I do this if I'm not going to social mixers? You can use a lot of these digitally as well. If you're doing some kind of, you know, Zoom room thing, you're talking to a group of people, it's okay to be, you know, attentive and observant. And then whenever that meeting closes to privately message someone and say, oh my gosh, that comment you made about yada, yada, yada was hilarious, by the way, just wanted you to know. Okay. Or, okay, how long have you been coming to these Zoom things? Because so all these conversation starters, letting people talk about themselves asking questions, giving specific compliments, following up with them, telling them you like them or something about them, all of that can still be exercised digitally while in quarantine, okay? So I want you to kind of commit some of these to memory and pull them out as tools that you can use during initial exchanges with new women and just kind of see what happens to the mood. See what happens to you know, these potential friendships as they blossom because you were actively being likable and gregarious and interested and attentive and genuine, okay? So I think that this could be helpful because a lot of times we hear people say like, you know, just be friendly or just, you know, be a good listener or just be like authentic. But it's like, okay, cool. I know that conceptually, but what does that look like? Tell me what to do. Well, here it is. today's episode was helpful for you, I'd love for you to come tell me about it over on the Facebook group called the Give It A Rest Podcast After Party. You can also hear me run my mouth and give other unsolicited advice regarding your friendships on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson, formerly at Girl Give It A Rest. So now I have switched my handle and would love to see you over there. And as always, you can listen to more episodes and read some of our research-based articles over at giveitarestmovement.com. I can't wait to see you over there.